Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Good morning on this Sunday morning. I don't know where you are, but in upstate New York in the Albany area, looks like it's a little cloudy. So sleepyheads, come on, let's get out of bed. You get one opportunity to retire. I want to help you. So let's take the next hour, call in with your questions. Let's get you started in the right direction. You can still have the rest of the day to go to church or golfing or boating or take a walk or whatever you want to do. But for the next hour, let's let's call in with any questions you have. My longtime producer, Zach Harris, is wide and awake and would love to talk with you. He's got a great voice. He's got his own radio show. We'll let him talk about that later on. But any questions you have, our phone numbers today, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. So, you know, I do the show from the office, and believe me, it's an old building. It's a 150-year-old building, and usually I'm the only one in this building. And there's a lot of ghosts. It used to be a um, funeral home. Absolutely. That's what it was for decades and decades and decades. That's a lot of decades. So there's still some some caskets we have downstairs that I've never opened. I've been here now for um, 18 years, 19 years, and I've never opened them. Superstitious. I know they say that comes into play sometimes. So you can only imagine how I just felt when I heard somebody creaking down the stairs. And who was it? My longtime loyal and dear friend Angela Sesney, director of our client services, who's been with me 22 years, talk about loyalty. Now, I always brag how I try to keep everybody safe, but her coming in, she was probably here at 6 o'clock this morning when nobody else is in the building is as safe as, as it can be because there's nobody nobody she can catch the um, COVID-19 from. So, Angela, if you're listening, thank you for all that you do for not only myself, but for all of our clients, because they love you. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. Well, what do you think? You know, interest rates are, God, they're, 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 they're as low as low can go, although I said that two years ago, so I proved myself wrong. They just keep going lower, the 10-year Treasury note which I think is one of the most guaranteed interest rates in the world. If you want down and out the most guaranteed return on your money, it's the 10-year U.S. Treasury note, and that's yielding 0.633%. You can get higher yields in the S&P 500 index. I started to talk about it yesterday, and we'll try to talk about it today. It all depends how long you have as far as a risk horizon. Folks, remember, I guarantee every new client a couple things. One, they're going to lose money. This way, when they call me, they say, hey, Steve, I got my statement. I lost money. I said, I know. I guaranteed you that because stocks don't just go up. Stocks go up and down, up and down, up and down. It's a roller coaster ride. And over time, stocks is the best performing asset class compared to bonds, 
commodities, precious metals, cash, you name it, stocks have done well. But short term, day to day, week to week, month to month, and sometimes year to year, you're going to be up and down and sometimes you're going to lose money. So that's one guarantee. The other guarantee is no matter what's happened in and around our great country and world, the stock market has always recovered, no matter how bad things look. And believe me, folks, the stock market will recover from COVID-19. The stock market will recover from the recession that we're in, and we are in a recession. The stock market will recover from whoever is our next president. The stock market will recover from it all. I can't imagine anything getting in the way of that. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Let's go to Josh in Troy. Hello, Josh. Hey, Steve. How you doing this morning? Every morning I get out of bed, Josh, I feel like a million dollars. So to answer your question, I'm doing great. I was at Starbucks at 7 o'clock. I grabbed my coffee, petted a couple pooches that were walking the street, and here I am with you. Oh, that's very, very exciting. I actually had a very similar morning myself. Um, so uh, I just wanted to say I very rarely do I find anything on the radio or TV that's worthwhile to tune in to a weekly basis. But every Saturday and now every Sunday, I'm listening to you. So it's just it's bittersweet for why we have the extra time listening to you. But it's also it's nice to hear you twice a week instead of just once a week. Well, I appreciate that. You know, WGY, I've been. Heck, I've been in business for 30 years, over 30 years now, but I've been doing the radio for 25 years. And some people say, does it ever get tiring? And I said, absolutely not. I love coming in to do the radio. I get my hair and nails done. I kind of, you know, get all spruced up and I have a face for radio. And I sit here now right from my office with my headset. I feel like an airline pilot. But I love doing the radio. It's my way of giving back to the community because I know I help so many people, Josh, that that appreciate it. I get tapped on the shoulder so often. People say, hey, I, I just heard your voice. I know who you are, and I just want to thank you for giving me this advice or that advice. And that's why I come in every week, and I really love doing it. And I got Marty and Ryan that helped me do the radio now as well. So thank you for those comments. I truly appreciate it. And because of that, I'm going to come back next week. Fantastic. And your enthusiasm shows. Now, my question is a little maybe unconventional in comparison to what most of your callers might call in. So my wife and I are the better part of about 30 years out from uh, like conventional uh, retirement age. We're not overly concerned. We have we feel like we have a pretty good plan in place. Um, but uh, something that we've been talking around. So we own some rental properties uh, actually in Troy area and um, have a a modest, um, you know, amount in a taxable brokerage. It's really basic, just basic S&P 500 with a little bit of a tilt towards some dividend income producing um, index funds. So we, though we don't plan on fully, uh, you know, quote unquote, retiring in the next, you know, seven or eight years, um, we, we do plan on uh, lessening the need for some necessarily full-time employment, uh, maybe dropping down to some part-time, and then having between the rental portfolio and the nice taxable brokerage kind of offset, you know, some of the, you know, lost wages that we have from going from full-time to part-time. 
So I guess my question is, is it's, it's, it's a very basic taxable brokerage, very basic, no, nothing too exotic. It's, again, it's just a, uh, it's, you know, tilted 85, 90% towards the S&P basic Vanguard 500 index fund. And then there's uh, another five or 10% towards, uh, you know, tilting towards um, a higher dividend Vanguard uh, index fund. And, um, you know, it's not something, you know, you know, quote unquote, early retirement or financial dependence. You don't hear, you know, it's normally conventional retirement at 59 and a half or 65 or whatever. So just wondering your thoughts a little bit on someone who, you know, is, you know, 30 years out from a conventional retirement, but is, is him and his wife are looking at kind of a, uh, a mini, I'm not, retirement's such a funny word, like a mini retirement or just a reduction in work, but then subsidized by investment? Well, that's a great question. And let me remind you, you may be 30 years out from retiring, but then you got a new career and that's called retirement. So you may be looking to retire or slow down, but you don't plan on dying. So when you really look at all the decades ahead of you, you got a long time. Angela and I have a pact here, Angela Sesney, who I just talked about, who just left. She says, when one retires, the other retires, and we keep kidding ourselves. When will we retire? We do a beautiful thing here, and we don't need to retire. So I'm in my, um, let's say, sixth decade, and I'll leave it at that, Josh. I'm not telling you how old I am. I stopped doing that. I'm 100% invested in, this, in, in, in the stock market. I mentioned it yesterday. My, my family's money. I'm very comfortable with everything I know. Now, I don't expect my clients or the listening audience to throw all their money in the stock market because it could be risky. It could be volatile. It could be up and down. It could be heart-wrenching at times. But I know over time, stocks recover from everything that has ever happened. I don't care Listen, I have a client who's 105 years old, Mrs. D, and Mrs. D said to me, she was born in 1915, she says, Stevie, I survived the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, world wars, regional wars, presidential assassinations. Myself, personally, on my resume, Josh, I have, I've been helping clients since Black Monday um, of 1987. I, I made it through that little recession in the mid-90s, the credit crisis of the late 90s, the dot-com bubble, 9-11, the Great Recession, and now I have COVID-19 on my resume. When you think of all those events and the, the horrific headlines in the paper and the emotions, the stock market has recovered from it all. And the key is... Any Anybody who needs money over the next couple of years should not have that money invested in the stock market, not whatsoever. And that's the key to investing is making sure that you're invested for the right reasons in the right places. So to answer your question, our, our two core holdings, the broad stock market index, which is what you're referring to, the S&P 500 index, we take it a little bit further. We do the total stock market index, which is mid caps and small caps, but they're very highly correlated. And the NASDAQ 100 composite, that's the 100 largest companies in the NASDAQ. There's about 2,700 companies that make up the NASDAQ. So when you buy QQQ, it's about 64% made up of technology companies. It's uh, what I call my technology growth 
company. There's no financials, no utilities. There's a lot of biotechnologies and mostly technology companies. Those are our two core holdings. And I didn't hear you say you had any of that. So the only thing I may have you think about, because I love the NASDAQ, and even though it's at all-time highs, mostly because when you think of NASDAQ, there's, you know, when you look at the top 10 stocks in NASDAQ, the top best performing stocks, they accounted for 90% of the returns so far year to date. The NASDAQ composites up about 18% year to date. QQQ is up a whole lot more. QQQ is up 24%. That's what you buy when you put it in your portfolio. So there may be a little froth there. You may want to wait. I love the dividend stock that you have. Which one are you using with Vanguard? Uh, VYM. Yeah, we used to use that. I just switched over. David Rath, my portfolio strategist and charter financial analyst, we did a whole bunch of research. We just went to the dividend achievers. The VYM um, lagged yeah. too long for us. VIG is is the um, symbol. Victor, I is yeah in the, for the dividend growth. I'll, I'll yep. tell you, and, and I apologize for cutting you off. So I, I, I have a very, not very, I have a, a modest Roth IRA right now. That's my my long-term one. So wouldn't you know it, what's my Roth IRA primarily comprised of? DTI, Vanguard Total Stock Market, um, uh, uh, SCHD, which is Schwab's uh, Growth Index Fund, and then the Triple Qs. So that, that's, oh, that's man, my Roth. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, that, that's that's you know I should have you term. come in and work as an analyst. Oh, don't even get me started. How many times I've, I I I walk past your building like you would more than I, I'm right up in. Uh, well, I'm not going to say where I live in Troy, but I'm in Troy. Um, I walk past your building all the time. I love it's so historic. It's so beautiful. But yeah, no, this this this, this kind of stuff excites me, which is why being able to listen to you every single week religiously is just a blessing. Well. Thank you for that. You know, I always say this 150-year-old brownstone is Fifth and Broadway in historic downtown Troy. If it was ever Manhattan, I'd be a rich guy. Um, we're actually, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm re, I have a very dear friend, Tom O'Brien, who has a very great company restoring our carriage house in the back, and I'm going to be moving into it soon. So I'm going to be a neighbor of yours. Josh, listen. I can't thank you for all the great comments. You're on the right track. There's nothing that I can make any recommendations that are different than you, other than if you get bored doing it yourself, call. We'll take you on as a client because of this conversation, and we would love to help you. But it sounds like you and your wife are on the right track. I wish you the best. You stay well, stay healthy. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That was a great conversation with Josh. He's really, I love it when especially younger people are are really pointed in the right direction. You know, folks, I, I, I keep saying it, and I'll say it again. You get one opportunity to retire. If you're not prepared, you can't go back and make up for all those decades of working and not putting enough money away or not having it invested in the right place. And that's why I'm here every Saturday and now Sunday, WGY through COVID-19 asked me to come on twice 
in the weekend and you know it's it's no big thing i get up early i like getting up early well sometimes i like getting up early and you know i grab my coffee and i kind of kind of come down at nine o'clock i'll be over at saint anthony's church for nine o'clock mass and i'll head home about 9 50 i guess um it's all good you know by 10 o'clock i got a full day and i've worked i help people hopefully i helped you if you're listening, hopefully any questions you have, and if you do have questions, call. Don't wait. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. So the key to getting invested, let's make believe you have a newborn. Now, I have two of my colleagues. David Rath has a little son, Michael, born in the beginning of June, and Harmony Wagner, my, my other colleague, has her firstborn. Ollie is what they're calling Olympus, a beautiful little girl, and she was born in June as well. Now, if both of them started putting money away, everybody wants to be a millionaire. So let's make believe you can put money away month in, month out, and on average, you get a 10% return. 10% is okay. If you look over the last 90 years, all of the EBITs and charts, you know, if you're investing in the stock market, you would have had a 10 to 12% return. So let's use 10%. And, you know, I don't think that's too outrageous historically. You know, there's some some justification there. So if, 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 if David and Harmony started to put money away for these new babies, they'd put away about $13 a month, month in, month out. And if, if, if that happened over the next 65 years, at 65, their little babies will have a million dollars. Now, if they wait till age 15, let's make believe they're babysitting or they got a newspaper route. I don't even know, are there newspaper routes anymore? Well, let's maybe mowing the lawn or whatever. And they waited and then they started putting money away month in, month out. How much would it cost month in, month out to have a million dollars at age 65? About $58. So you go from $13 to $58, just waiting 15 years. Now, we get a lot of listeners. I don't know how old Josh is, but I'm guessing he's between 25 and 30, or at least he sounds it. So if 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 you're 25 and you want to do the same thing month in, month out, about $160 a month to have a million dollars at age 65. If you wait till age 30, you had to put $260 a month. So $100 more a month waiting five years. You get the point, right? The sooner you start, the better off you're going to be. Now let's wait. Let's make believe you wait till age 40. Instead of putting $260 a month away at age 30, at age 40, you got to put away about $750 a month. And if you wait till age 50, you got to put away about $2,500 dollars a month. You get the picture. The sooner you start, the better off you're going to be. You're going to have more options at retirement. I always say when you retire, if you decide to go back to work, and I have a dear friend, you know, who just retired and moved down to Florida, Sarasota area. And he says, you know, I may grab a job because I want to maybe in working on a golf course as a starter or whatever, and you get some fringe benefits and it gets you out of the house. I always say to my clients, if you decide to work in retirement, it's because you're bored silly, not because you have to. That means that the sooner you get started, the better off you're going to be. As you can see, don't wait. 
I had a conversation yesterday with um, a caller who whose daughter just graduated from Siena. Congratulations, by the way, if you're tuning in today. And I said, you know, with my children, as soon as they got out of college, I don't care if you get your first job, you're making 30000 50000 100000 It doesn't matter. You've never made that kind of money before. So before you get used to spending it, start putting it away. Take advantage of the 401k or 403b at work, especially if there's a match. If there's a match, that's free money. You don't want to forego free money, free. How much better does it get in life than free? So... You don't want to forego that free money. If your company's willing to give you a little incentive, if you put away 6%, they may put some away. Take advantage of that. And if you haven't made a whole lot of money and you're in a low tax bracket, open up a Roth IRA. You can put six hundred, or I'm sorry, $6,000 a year away, $500 a month. Have it come out of your checking account. Have it be the first bill that gets paid. Actually, the first bill will be your 401k because you don't even see it. It comes out before it goes into your checking account. Then have the next bill be your Roth IRA. And then pay your rent and your mortgage. Put food on the table. Go, well, you can't go see a movie. You can't even go out and um, see a good band anymore. So, you know, you're going to have some discretionary income. That's how you save money, folks. Force yourself into saving money. Remember. If you lost your job tomorrow morning, you go into work, you lost your job. If the next day you were offered to come back at 90% of your salary, then think of it this way. All you're doing is you're saving 10% in your pension plan. And you hear me say often, now obviously if you're 25-ish, you can probably start off with less than 10%. But holy cow, if you've been working and you're not saving, 10 to 15% towards retirement, more than likely you're not saving enough. 10 to 15%, you heard me right. And if you don't believe me, go do a financial plan. Get a retirement analysis done, and you'll see for yourself how much money you need to put away. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, Give me a call. I know it's Sunday morning, but come on, let's let's get out of bed. Let's, you know, put the coffee on or if you are in bed, you know, have have the radio cranked up. Call in with some questions. I can't see you. It's OK. You can be in your your old PJs. I can't see you. Um, but I would love to talk to you. one 800 So over the last month. All the headlines. Forget the last month. Let's think about year to date. I, I, I've been using this analogy. If you went to bed on New Year's Eve and you really had a, one heck of a time and kind of slept it off and you just woke up this morning, you would never know what went on in this great country of ours and around the world. The headlines have been horrific. The coronavirus has been just decimating in so many ways over you know all the people that 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 have gotten sick and you know it's just i mean where, where where do you begin how can you how can you even make this stuff up i mean you 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 can't make this stuff up so if you woke up you know you would have thought when you look at your your investment returns that 
Oh, that's not bad. The S&P year-to-date down 1.4%. That's right. Through all those headlines, the S&P is only down 1.4%. Not bad. But over the last month, it's been kind of um, flat. You know, this past week, up almost 1.8%. The S&P closing at 3185 You know, a long way away from where we were just three months ago. Uh, the volatility index is still hovering around 30. It was all the way well north of 60 during those heydays, February 19th, where the market last made its high, and March 23rd, where it made its low. Three quick weeks, fast, furious. The most historical correction down 34, 35% in history. We're going to take a quick break for the news, folks. The pandemic has changed so much about what we can expect from healthcare. Now more than ever, we must make the future affordable, accessible, and equitable. I'm Jody Lesh. In a new podcast from Kaiser Permanente, we interview the thought leaders and care providers who are helping shape the future of not just healthcare, but fields like digital therapeutics and AI. We have a lot to learn from one another. Listen to Ahead in Health wherever you get your podcasts. Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Our phone lines are open, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, give me a call on the other side of the news break. I'd love to talk to you. Zach is sitting in the studio. I'm in my office, but Zach would love to talk to you as well. He's got a radio show. We're going to have him talk about it on the second half of the show. 1-800-825-5949. Hello and welcome to Sunday morning. Wake up and smell the coffee, folks. I know you're used to hearing me on Saturday afternoons, but I'm still on Saturday afternoons at noon, and now I'm on Sunday mornings at 8, and I appreciate you tuning in. I can't thank you enough. I've been up early. I've been at Starbucks, petted and played with a little French bulldog named Quinn, who was cute as a button. She really could steal my heart, and it's um it's a great start to the day, and I appreciate you tuning in. And any questions you have to get you pointed in the right direction with your financial future, I want you to call in. If you're not sure what your advisor is recommending, if by chance you're being sold an annuity, an insurance policy. Yesterday, we had we had a caller, Rose, who God bless her, um, sweet 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 young lady. And she uh, had a great-granddaughter, two years old, and her advisor was recommending that this little baby buy life insurance. I said, run away from this person. Don't walk. Run. Run as fast as you can run. So any questions you have, folks, I want to get you pointed in the right direction. I promise I'll give you my honest opinion. You may not like it. Your advisor may not like it. 
but it'll be professionally speaking what I feel is right for you. I've been a fiduciary since 1993. That means we have no conflict of interest. We don't sell investments. We don't earn any commissions. Our phone numbers today, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Let's go to Ron in Broad Auburn. Hello, Ron. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great, Ron. How about you? Not bad. I got two questions for you, if you don't mind. Uh, so you know what that's called? Is, uh, excuse me? You know what that's called? What? What's that called? The daily twofer. Double? That's a twofer. Yeah, like a daily double. Uh, uh, you know, you know, two for one happy hour. So this morning, go for it. You got a twofer coming. All right. Muni bond. The safety of them, the selling, the cost, and explain AMT to me about that. Yeah, so muni bonds, let me start out by saying the only investors that should be buying muni bonds are investors that are in a high tax bracket. Nobody wants to pay taxes. But if you're in a low tax bracket, the difference in yield between a muni bond and a regular bond, taxable bond, could by far pay the tax owed on the interest that you're generating. And if a bond is in your IRA, it absolutely shouldn't be a muni bond. As far as the safety, I mean, just think of all the different type muni bonds out there. Ron, you got muni bonds that are backing some of these professional sports stadiums and so forth. Well, let me ask you a question. Because of COVID-19, when will they be full of people? Not for quite some time. It'll be a long time before fans are allowed back in these stadiums. So with with if you own bonds that are invested just in that they could be at risk just because they're muni doesn't mean that they're not at risk you want to have good muni bonds that are backed by good sources maybe and get you can buy insured muni bonds amt is a tax and depending on your once again your tax bracket you could be affected by the amt tax and some of the interest from muni bonds will go towards that so there's your first question what's your second question okay you probably heard this a million times but i'm gonna ask you anyway ge is culp gonna do anything with that stock or no since Victor Riley, or I'm sorry, Victor Riley was key bank. <laughs> Since Jack Welch, nobody's been able to do anything with GE. It's a pathetic well, I, story. I'm out destroyed the stock, but you know that's the past. The well, Imel, and you've had um, I forget the guy before Culpa. Anyway. I am not a fan of GE. Listen, this was one of the greatest companies in the world, one of the biggest companies in the world. GE is not bringing good things to light anymore. Let me put it that way, if you know what I mean. GE can't get out of its own way. It's like a big, um, like the Titanic with the iceberg in front of it. And it's, 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 it's suffering badly. Now, I feel bad saying that because, unfortunately, there's a lot of, especially in the upstate New York market area, because GE employed tens of thousands of people at one time. Now, I think we're under 1,000 or 3,000, I forget. But not many people are employed at GE locally. But I know there's a lot of retirees 
and they put most of their money in GE, and they have suffered dearly, not because they didn't listen to me. If they listened to me, they would have sold out of GE a long time ago. Remember, GE was almost $58 a share back at the turn of the century, just 20 years ago. It went all the way down to 5 $6 a share, went all the way up to $31 a share a few years ago. That's when we told investors to sell, sell, sell. And now here we are at six dollars and sixty cents, I think, six sixty nine. I yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad for those that own GE and I know a lot of people are overweight GE. Folks, hear me loud and clear when I say this. If you work for a great company, I don't care what the great company is. Right now there's a lot of people going through this with Regeneron, up sixty seven percent year to date, a share price that is in nosebleed territory. Well GE was like that at one time as well. And what you want to do is you don't want to have more than ten percent of your investable net worth invested in any one company. I don't care how great the company is because you never know when a company may die a slow death like GE, IBM went through it. All these great companies. Ron, great question. Thank you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. I know that's an emotional answer, folks. But if you listened to me years ago, a few years ago, just a few years ago, you would have sold out a GE at $31 a share. I remember, holy cow. I have spirited conversations about GE, people telling me how great of a company it is, and they work there forever. And I said, that's great. That's great. Give, give the company you work for a good, hard day's work. That's what they're paying you for. But don't put all of your investable assets in that company stock, because you never know when you're going to have a pathetic story like GE and GE is pathetic right now. Maybe it'll come back. But folks, if I had my choice of investing in GE or investing in the broad stock market index like the S&P 500 index or something lookalike, I would by far invest my money in that because I don't think GE is going to outperform that. I, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I know there's people that 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 may not like what I just said, but I am sorry. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's the other reason why we invest. Listen, we manage over $600 million. That's a lot of money. We're a fiduciary. We don't sell investments. All we care about is what's right for our clients. Down and out, first and foremost, that's all we care about. I have 11 professionals that I've surrounded myself with, and these are very smart people. Every every candidate that I look for to join our team, I want them to be by far smarter than I am so they can bring more value to the firm, more value to our clients. And our clients are, are, are very happy, very pleased. And believe me, we, um, we spend a lot of time communicating with our clients. And one of the questions that I get often is, you know, geez, I, I was at a picnic on Saturday and my neighbor told me that he or she owns this, that, or whatever. Well, we invest in exchange traded funds. So think about that, managing over $600 million and we use ETFs. Now, ETFs are boring in a way because you may own the NASDAQ 100 composite index, which 
What's wrong with that? Year to date, you're up 24%. You heard me right, 24% compared to being down 1.4 in the S&P. If you look over the last 52 weeks, that QQQ is up 36%, 36, 36. That's one of our core holdings. Now, in that, you own Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Intel, Facebook, Google. You get the picture. So if I take all the ETFs that comprise our models, our portfolios, our top holdings are just that, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, JP Morgan, Intel, Facebook, Google, Alphabet, whatever you want to call it, Johnson & Johnson, Berkshire Hathaway. You get the picture. So my clients own those stocks as well, but in a more safe manner, a more prudent manner. Listen, if you have a stock jock, a stockbroker, telling you that he or she or their company can outperform the market, let me just give you over the last year, and let me give out the phone number, 1-800-825-5949. Call in with any questions. Over the last year, Barron's does a survey of these top stock jocks, money managers, buying and selling stocks, buying and selling stocks, trying to sound like an expert. And there's, believe me, there's advisors locally that are buying and selling stocks. They don't have a clue what they're talking about. They may like this stock because, you know, I went to Starbucks this morning. Maybe they like Starbucks because Starbucks is a good place to go for coffee. Or maybe they like Nike because they're wearing their sneakers. Maybe they like, you know, whatever the stock. It doesn't matter. Let me give you these percentages. Now, before I start, over time, we've We've dissected this every which way but Sunday, and today's Sunday, so I'll give you the stats. The reason why we don't buy and sell stocks and trade stocks is because from one-year, three-year, five-year time horizons, we know that those stock jocks, those professional managers buying and selling stocks, cannot outperform their respective benchmark 65 to 85 percent of the time you heard me right 65 to 85 percent of the time they underperform and they're compared to their respective benchmark that's why we buy the benchmarks because we're ahead of the game we feel 65 to 85 percent of the time now barons does supposedly the country's best money managers over the last year Money manager number one, 50%. Number two, 50%. Number three, 50%. Number four, 33%. That's how many stocks that they picked outperformed the broad stock market index. 33%. Number four, 33%. Number five, 20%. 20%. Number six, 50%, number seven, 33%. You get the idea. Not one of them was over 50%, were they? Now, the same money managers year to date. <laughs> the first guy, 0%. Every stock he picked underperformed the market. The second manager, 50%. The third manager, 40%. The fourth manager, this, this guy's well known, zero. Not one stock outperformed the market. The other, the next manager, this woman has been around forever like a dinosaur. 15%. 15% of her stock picks outperformed the market. Here we go, folks. That's my drum roll. 
we got a manager more than 50%. This guy, 60%, 60% of his stocks outperformed the S&P. The next guy, 50%. The next guy, the same guy over the last year that had a 20% return. Year to date, he's not doing any better. He's 16%. The next guy, 20%. And the last woman, zero. Zero. Not one of her stocks outperformed the market. You get the picture? Now you know why we invest in exchange-traded funds. Now you know why our clients are very comfortable with the advice we give because we call it like we see it. And I, I, I'll recite these stats all day long. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have? So for the week, you know, the markets did um, – you know, depending on which which index you want to look at. Let's start with the the laggard, the most popular index, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, up less than one percent, point nine six percent. The S and P for the week up one point seven six percent. The Nasdaq Composite Index up four point zero one percent. Those are the 2,700 companies in the NASDAQ, but you can't buy that. You buy QQQ, which are the top 100 companies. That is up this week alone 4.78%, 4.78%. And as I said, year-to-date, the S&P down 1.4, NASDAQ composite up 18, but the 100 largest companies, QQQ is up 24%. When you look at mid-caps, down 14%. When you look at small caps, down 20%. When you take the blended benchmark, the Russell 2000 index, down just about 15%. So diversification, sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. International stocks, the U.S. stock market is still outperforming international stocks. We do not, we still do not own any international holdings. Right now I have all of our clients' money, our clients' assets that are invested are invested solely in the U.S. stock market. I feel very comfortable with this great country of ours, and the companies that are in it are the most regulated. I have what I feel is regulation that I, um, whether I like it or not, I, I know what's before me. I can't say that for a lot of foreign countries. Some communist countries i can't even believe the information that comes out of them so right now we're invested in the s p 500 index the nasdaq is our two top holdings we complement that we're overweight technology we like dividend paying stocks we have a little cash raised we still have a little cash raised i know looks like we don't know what we're talking about but it's an insurance policy and as i said like every insurance policy hopefully you pay for it for years and years and years and you never use it whether it be your car insurance whether it be homeowners insurance whether it be long-term care insurance disability insurance the only insurance that you know you're going to use and you're only going to use it once and that's life insurance if you hold it till you die obviously you're going to use that life insurance once but every other insurance you you hope you look back and say boy i'm glad i didn't have a fire in my home or a car accident i'm glad i didn't need to go into a nursing home facility and that's what we did we raised a little cash because this this bounce back from the lows down 34 percent because of covid 19 
just defies all logic. We just don't understand it. We still don't understand it. Um, the economy is in sad shape. Retailers are suffering a slow death. Most, not most, a lot will go out of business. Shopping malls may be a thing of the past. Sure, they're just starting to open up, but how many people are rushing out to go in those confined quarters? I, um, you know, depending on whether you want to listen to the politicians or the medical experts, I don't care who you listen to. What I'm pretty sure you can take to the bank is that you don't know who to believe because there's so many let's say theories out there but I know I'm not one who's looking to um, cuddle up at a bar or go to a sports stadium or even the racetrack I don't want to be in the racetrack with 50,000 of my closest horse betters and you know have them breathing all over me as I said depending on who you want to believe this COVID-19 this is for real folks you can die from a heart attack, but you can't catch a heart attack from somebody. COVID-19, you can catch from somebody. I went over it yesterday. I mean, I, I, I stare somebody down if they don't have a face mask because they're putting me at risk, spreading their germs. You won't, you couldn't pay me to hop on an airplane and be with those three seats, especially with these airlines, these greedy son of a guns that are selling every seat. They've cut back so many flights that now there's demand and they're selling every seat. It was bad enough before when you sat there and you had somebody sitting next to you and their body parts are hanging all over you. Now you got them coughing all over you because the flight attendants aren't making them keep their face mask on. I saw a picture where some guy had his face mask over his eyes so he can get a little shut eye spreading all those germs. I don't know who's sick or who's not. That's the problem with this silent, deadly virus, this coronavirus, this pandemic that we're in. And, you know, it just defies logic that the stock market has bounced back as much as it has. Down 34%, three short weeks, quick, fast, furious, historical in nature. And here it's come back almost NASDAQ is making all-time highs here and there. The broad stock market index isn't. We're still, I don't know exactly how much we're off, but we're off um, the all-time highs. And, you know, you got, oh, now listen, the next couple weeks are going to be important because we have second quarter earnings coming out. We're watching them closely. Maybe we'll put some of that cash we have to work. I know we did a few weeks ago. We put some cash to work in areas that we felt comfortable with. And maybe we'll put some more cash to work because if you believe the Fed, Jay Powell came out and said, hey, we can print as much money as we need to print to keep this economy going. Remember, businesses aren't going out of businesses and they're not suffering because of something they did wrong in business. Employees aren't losing their jobs because they did a bad day's work. No, this is all because of this pandemic and hats off to the government for making sure the economy stays afloat as best they can. Whether you agree with it or not, we're going to pay the price down the road. There has to be inflation coming down the pike with all the money that we're printing. I don't know how many trillions of dollars we've unexpectedly have printed in the last few short months, but we have. 
And the government did that because this pandemic caused so many businesses and workers to have, a, a, you know, tough times. So they're doing their best to make sure that that these tough times are, um, you know, balanced out a little bit. And that's why the stock market has come roaring back. The Fed said they'll continue to print money. And how can you fight the Fed? There's a saying just like that. You can't fight the Fed. So we may put some cash to work, but we're going to be looking at corporate earnings because remember, first quarter earnings that were announced beginning in the middle of April included January, February, half of March. We didn't go into lockdown in this country until the middle of March. When you think about Germany, Germany was the middle of January. That's when they started taking this pandemic serious. We didn't start taking it serious until March. So second quarter earnings will have April, May, June. June looks like it's doing better, but we'll, you get the picture. Folks, I appreciate you tuning in. Tune in to um, Zach Harris on the Sports Channel. What's the Sports Channel, Zach? Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM at 11 a.m. There you go. Is that a voice for radio? Absolutely. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Let's hope we have a positive week in the stock markets. Go to our website, Boucher.com, for more information. In the meantime, we'll see you next weekend, or at least we'll talk to you next weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thank you for tuning in on this Sunday morning. Go and enjoy the rest of the day. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.